Are guardian angels real? Well, I think we should study it out in the Word together. Hi, my name is Leanne Friesman. This is Restoring Word, and it's a short devotional established to help your faith in Christ. Uh, it Recently, they did a survey. 73% of all Americans believe in guardian angels. I think that's really interesting. But is there scripture in the Bible to prove it out? And where did it, that whole idea come from? Well, it started from a scripture based out of Matthew 18, found in verse 10. And it says, Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones, referring to either children or maybe believers, I'm not sure. For I say to you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. So think about that. The little ones have an angel, and the angel is looking to heaven, to the Father, for confirmation, direction, and guidance. It makes an incredibly interesting Bible study. You know, I'm not so sure that we do have guardian angels, and whenever we study the Word, you don't just want to look at one source, or one resource, or one scripture. You want to look at several. So I've pulled some uh, more of them for you today. The first one is Psalms 34, verse 7. For the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. So there is something to be said here for believers that trust God, that love God. Because what? If you think about it, if the angels are looking to the Father for confirmation and direction, what activates them? I believe it's our words, and it's our faith, and it's our worship. Because if our worship is done in spirit and in truth, and we're singing the word of God, then obviously that's what brings the presence of angels. Good scripture, huh? Another interesting chapter is in Psalms, and starts in chapter uh, 91. And there's a couple really cool verses in there, um, but I'm going to pull the one from verse 10 and 11 first. No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all of your ways. So there's scripture here that the angels are commanded to guard you, okay, and that you can believe God for supernatural, divine protection when you need it. Now, while you're in Psalms 91, let's look at this other one. It's Actually, it's above that. It's in verse 1 through 4. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find, refu you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. Now it refers in there a little bit to feathers and could that be angels? It might be a little bit of a stretch. We'd probably have to go back into the Greek and kind of study it out. But it's an interesting study, huh? I think it's cool. Let's look at Nahum 1. This is one of those chapters in the Bible that, you know, I'm not in Nahum all the time, right? 
For the Lord is good. This is Nahum 1 through 7. The Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust him. Over the last year, I have run to God over and over again. And I've preached on trusting him while I've gone through the process of caring for my elderly daddy. Uh, and watching him pass. And it was very, very difficult. And I had an angel come uh, when I was worshiping and praying. And um, it shook me. And that's kind of why I'm going back and talking and teaching about it again. But it does say here, it is biblical, what? He is our refuge in times of trouble. Life happens, guys. It happens to all of us. And we're all going to face seasons of heartache and difficulty. We're going to have things that happen to us that we just don't understand. But if we will not get bitter and we will trust Him and we will look to Him, He, he is our guard. He is our tower. I mean, if you think about a tower as a biblical image, I like to think about the towers and the walls around Jerusalem. Those walls and those towers around Jerusalem were built so that they could see the enemy coming. When we serve God and we listen to the Holy Spirit and we worship Him and we believe Him, then He gives us that ability to look out and to see what could potentially be the, the plot or the plan of the enemy to come and attack us. And at that point, we just really want to listen all right, Lord, what do I do? Where do I go? Where do I not go? Where do I stay? When do I travel? When do I not travel? You know, those are... If we lead a life that's led of the Holy Spirit and we invite Him into all of it, then we can believe God for protection. And we should, don't you think? I mean, I don't know about you, but this is a pretty scary time in human history. I mean, the, the economy, we don't know. Uh, law enforcement, law and order. Sometimes you don't know where you can go and where you can't go. But as believers, we have promises in the word that he will guard us. He will watch over us. Now, I talked last week about not worshiping angels. No, we worship Jesus. We worship Jesus. We're led by the Holy Spirit, the other part of the triune Godhead. And God is our Father. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. They're all the same thing. They're all the same manifestation of God. But when we trust Him, He comes and He talks to us. Um, in following up in terms of you know, listening to him. This comes from Psalms 103.20. Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. So what do they respond to? They respond to the word of God. They respond to intercessors, Christians, children, speaking the word in faith, trusting him. When you speak the word and you are talking to the Lord, that's what sends your angels to work. Now, do we have a guardian angel? Back to my first reference. 
I don't know if we each have a personal guardian angel or not because it isn't actually proven out theologically. But man, there's a lot of great scriptures that definitely show us that angels are to be a normal part of our life and that we can have them um, and believe that they will watch over us and care for us. Interesting study, huh? Um, Psalms um, 1, no, this is Proverbs 133. But whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. I really think maybe the issue isn't so much about guardian angels as it is living in fear. You know, knowing that God, knowing that the Holy, the Holy Spirit is there with me, knowing that He's watching me, knowing that He is guarding me, is the most comforting thing in the world. Sometimes we have a hard time understanding the Holy Spirit, but it's a little bit easier to understand the concept of um, an angel watching over us. Psalms 1, verse 6, For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. So there are some great benefits when we live and serve Jesus. We can believe for that supernatural protection. This is um, Psalms 121, 121 verses 5 through 8. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over, over your coming and going both now and forevermore. He will watch over you. And I don't know who I'm talking to today. I'm probably sure that I'm talking to a lot of people who live in a life of anxiety, of torment, of fear, of fear of what's coming, fear of where you're living, uh, feeling that you're, you don't know who you can trust. Or maybe, you know, you, you have children and you are asking the Lord to supernaturally guard your children. Yes, you can pray that over your children. Lord, they're young. Lord, they, they're vulnerable. Lord, you love them and you love me. And it says here in this verse in Matthew 18 that in the word, the, the, uh, take heed you do not despise one of these little ones. Now, we don't know for sure what little ones is, to be honest, okay? But here's a thought for you. If God loves children, and we know he does, and he has a hard time with people that would hurt vulnerable children. And he probably does because he loves you. You know, think about it. I'm a grandmother. I, I want to sneak in the nursery at night and just cuddle my grandsons because I miss them so much. That's how God feels about you. He wants to be with you. He's concerned about your life. You know, I, I, I giggle because at night we want to make sure the boys are dry or they're fed or they don't have a fever, you know, but they're fine. But, you know, as, as a caregiver, you want to make sure that that 
little baby that you love more than the whole world is safe. And that is how God feels about you. And you can stand on His Word. You can speak His Word. You can share His the Scriptures concerning divine protection. And you can walk in peace knowing today that your babies are safe. Isn't that good? He's a good God. You can pray. You can stand and believe. You can speak the Word of God over your children. And God will help you. And He will guard and protect them when you trust Him. Thank you for listening. You know, I'm, I'm sure that all of my listeners today out there, you probably know some people that have family and friends that are operating in scary situations and you feel like they need to hear these promises of protection today. Can you share this with them? Just because I think it, it would be comforting. Restoring Word is a devotional. I'm not going to ask for an offering. I'm not selling anything. <laughs> I'm not asking for a place to come and preach. This is simple, good old-fashioned encouragement. And I want to thank you for listening and thank you for subscribing. We've had a big year and our subscribers, um, we continue to grow by the grace of God. And um, like I said, we're just here to help build up the body of Christ. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.